glue. Dwight, are you there? Dwight, are you there? Hello. Hello. I'm going to call back. Adam? Dwight, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Mm-hmm. Great, Dwight. Thank you for uh, waiting there. I'm trying to multitask, and I apologize for that, everyone. Uh, are you okay? Uh, you ready to go, Dwight? I'm ready to go. Great. Thank you for being on the Alta Perform show, the show about performing your best in business and life. And uh, Dwight is calling all the way from China. Uh, what time is it there uh, today? Now? Seven, it's 7.03 a.m. Look at you. Well, good. What time do you usually mm-hmm. wake up? I get up at four every day. Four o'clock. Wow. So my day. So my day's pretty well. I've had several hours already. Yeah. Well, that's good. So tell us, tell us why four a.m. Why do you wake up so early? Well, two reasons. One is I, uh, I'm a morning person, so I have the most energy in the morning. And so if I get up early, then I have even longer time to have all this great energy, you know. And um, the second reason is recently I started a, a new website, and it's just so exciting. And by getting up at 4 a.m., I can have a good hour and a half to work on it before I need to do, you know, get into other things for the day. That's great. Um, want to tell us about that? Since you mentioned it, we can talk about it later if you want. But that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, it's that exciting. We all want a website like that. <laughs> That's well, yeah. Well, uh, let me let me see if I can. Uh, it's uh, called askdwighthow dot org, and um, it's um, it's a website where you can search on any problem that you might have. We've all, we're going to have over a thousand different types of problems listed, and then it's going to wow. uh, both uh, tell you and. Uh, and a video ultimately to tell you exactly how to solve that problem, you know, whether it's procrastination or guilt or worry, whatever. And um, wow. so it's, uh, I don't know of anything quite like it. And um, so it's uh, very inspiring to just work on it every morning. Well, that's great, Dwight. Uh I, I think I can ask you this. If not, we can just change the subject. But how old are you? I'm 73, going on 74 in July. Look at that. And so I bring that up. I bring that Mm -hmm. up just because, you know, I I talk about age in uh, a webinar and on my videos and on the show. 
mm-hmm. about how mm-hmm. I didn't think you like I hide my age. I don't tell people because I know people make a story about it. But the story people could yeah. make about you is that you know. Uh, why don't you slow down? Why are you working so hard? Why are you waking up at 4 a.m.? <laughs> well, it's interesting, Adam. I have, I have more motivation in my life today than I've ever had before. And, um, and just things are coming together. It's, I mean, you know, we all have problems in life, and it took me a while to sort of figure out how, how do you dissolve these problems? How do, you, how, do you, how do you live the life like a, you know, with that spirit of the child who's five years old. And almost all of us lose that. And I found how to get that back. So I have, if you will, the wisdom of a 73-year-old plus the spirit and energy and curiosity of a five-year-old. Wow. That's great. That's really great. Hmm. I don't quite address it like that usually, but that's, uh, you know, it's, it makes sense, and I remember you talking about that with me before. And uh, Dwight's been a, a mm. personal coach for me, and I had a lot of good strives from that. And Dwight's also been on the show before, guys. Um, and I don't ask everyone back, but Dwight is such a fun character. I've been using, uh, let me see, Adam now, and what was it, Adam now, and Adam. It wasn't Adam later. How did you go with that? Your uh, philosophy. It's Adam, Adam now and Adam next. Adam now and Adam next. And I, I've so Adam been playing next with that. Interested in your, Adam next is interested in your future being good. And Adam now is just want to have fun now and enjoy now, you know. And, and usually we make Adam next the, the good guy and Adam now the bad guy. And there's all this fight, fighting between them. But you need to have, get them on the same page so they're, they're, they're both working together, you know, and they – and they're both and they're both happy. Yeah, that's that's great. I noticed that Adam now tends to be lazier than Adam next. <laughs> Adam next has so many well, that's plans. Why, but see, but Adam next, see, that's that's Adam next criticizing Adam now. That's the problem. That you think that's you know, there's a criticism there instead of asking Adam now how can how can you be happy and doing what uh, and going in the process of what Adam next wants. Or let's show respect and consideration for Adam now, instead of calling him lazy. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You're absolutely right. I I do some of that handshake, but it's not. I don't. I wouldn't say I'm a master at it. Like, uh, okay, well, right now I'm gonna rest, and then later I will do this. And I do, mm. I do move mm. or motivate or get myself to get going. But it it for mm-hmm. sure is more of a handshake now than a. Uh, than a complete, right. you know, making making myself punishing myself for having plans mm-hmm. or punishing myself for not relaxing, right? Well, actually, Adam, this is this is the f- most fundamental issue of humanity. It's getting these two on the same page, and so it's. Uh, I don't think I, I wouldn't say that I've got it completely mastered myself. I'm still working on it. I think it's going to be a continuing process all all of our lives you know but well, it's well you're making up at four happen. that's good yep and 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 dwight now is okay with that you know and today i'm on a 40 hour fast and dwight now is okay with that mm. great a 40 hour fast uh, tell, tell us about that why are you doing a fast well i'm i have a 
uh, commitment to live with vitality for at least uh, another 99 years. And, um, you know, maybe I'll make it, maybe I won't, but it's a really fun goal, you know. And so um, I have a lot of reason to believe that uh, fasting, you know, read a lot about fasting, is can be, you know, if done right, can be really, really healthy for you in terms of your vitality and extending your lifespan. And, and also with me in particular, it gives me more energy. Uh, when I'm on a fast, I have uh, my energy just shoot, shoots through the roof. You know, and I'm in I'm in a pretty good weight, but I'd like to lose a few more pounds. So the fasting helps with that. You know, that's great. It's great that you uh, you haven't stopped. You haven't like uh, I know you're I know you're somewhat retired, but you haven't retired either. You're you're still going full speed. It sounds like I wouldn't call me somewhat retired. Um, um, but my my work, I, you know, I generally am on the phone four hours a day with my customers, mostly in America, you know, and um, and I love my work so much that, it's like I say, people pay me to play. Um, but uh, uh, I'm I'll never retire. That's good. I have that same attitude, mm. and what I mean by somewhat retired, uh, it's kind of like. Mm. People will talk about how when they retire, they're going to move to China or they're going to go to Barcelona. So, yeah, so yeah, Mm -hmm. that's kind of what I meant is like in people's eyes, you retired when you moved, but you never stopped. Right. Like you're living your dream now. Why Mm -hmm. wait for it for later? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, and I've researched and I live in Kunming, China, and for for me, it's the best city in the world. And so, uh, um, as long as the Chinese government allows me to stay here, I think I'm going to be here forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Hopefully, they let you stay, huh? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. What's your, what's your favorite thing about uh, uh, China and that city? Oh, Kunming, boy, so it? many things. It's Kunming, K-U-N-M-I-N-G. It's one of the, quote, smaller cities in China, a little over 6 million people, uh, and, but, you know, bigger than Chicago, just a little bit lower than New York in terms of population. And it's, it's mm. called the Spring City of China. So it's got, like, San Diego, California, uh, you know, L.A. weather all year round. And, um, and the prices are, are really low, you know, especially if I earn my money in America, spend it in China. And um, I have a, a Chinese girlfriend that I'm very much in love with. And um, um, so yeah, <laughs> and uh, great. You know, I just I just just love the friendliness of Chinese people. Just uh, oh, and another thing, I love adventure, Adam. So when when I'm in a country that's not my own, especially one that's so different from the U.S., you know, uh, it just feels like adventure all the time. That's good. Makes sense. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What what could you share with our listeners today, Dwight, that um, would be, you think, the most beneficial thing they could get from the show today? Okay. Um, I think there's – I can say to you that if there's just three 
things you can understand and keep in mind and keep focusing on that right. these three things can, can clear up or solve just about any problem in your life and, and, and just make your life better and better and better. And the first one we've already talked about um, is, is the, the now-next issue, like uh, getting your now and next on the same page. And there's some, a lot of techniques for that, um, but the fundamental question that you always go to in any circumstance is how can uh, my now and my next both win? Or if, you're, if there's something that my next wants, how can my now enjoy the process of what my next wants? Or, um, or if you're just in the moment and you're noticing I now, uh, my now is sort of tolerating it, so you ask yourself the question, how could my now be okay or enjoy right now? You know, that you start showing respect and consideration instead of criticizing my, what I call my now. Does that make sense, Adam? Yeah, yeah, it makes complete sense actually, and and I actually got that like, like I like I was mm-hmm. sharing with you earlier. Yeah, that's great. Mhm, mhm, mhm. And there's a lot of techniques, you know, um, but one of them is the biggest one is see if you can brainstorm. Sometimes you have to brainstorm a lot or be pretty creative to find a way with something that you th- that your my next thinks is important for my now to enjoy the process of it, but. Um, if you keep looking, you can find you can almost always find the answer to that. Um, so another the second area is um, two other parts of ourselves, which I call my me and my you. My me and my you. So my me is what we would normally call the selfish person. You know, the, the person just focused on taking care of yourself. And the my you is a person, that part of you, that's concerned about others, concerned about taking care of others and, and how you look to others and, um, and being a, what we traditionally call a good person, you know, caring for others. And uh, in our old morality, we made my me the bad guy and my you the good guy. And, um, okay. and that hasn't worked very well. So, and uh, what I've learned to do is to, sure, my, my number one job, and this is, this is part of the premise here, is my number one job is to take care of myself. But often the best way of, to take care of myself is by finding ways for my selfishness and your selfishness to go together, right? So that there's a synergy. It's a, we're working together uh, and and we're both winning. It's a win-win. Instead of me sacrificing myself for you or you sacrificing yourself for me, it's a, it's a win-win. And so um, having that as your primary uh, focus uh, in your relationship with others and, and setting necessary boundaries and uh, making requests and saying no, choosing courage to do that uh, in order to you know, maintain those good boundaries and good relationships with other people. That, does that make sense? Does that fit for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it makes absolute sense. Actually, um, could you have an example? Like, sure. Well, just uh, you know, uh, 
somebody asks you for a friend asks you for a loan, you know, and there's a maybe Miami part that says, oh, I'm not, I'm so, I'm so sure about this, and I sort of need the money myself, and and maybe what if they can't pay it back and stuff like that, you know? But then the my the my you wants to be the good guy, wants to you know is is concerned about you as my friend, you know? So there can be a, a be a conflict there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, um, and that so, so having good. so having a technique like one technique I've developed is called the partnership conversation. Um, for example, if somebody did a friend and I, I'm concerned about lending the money, I might say to them, you know, a part of me really would like to lend you this money. But another part of me doesn't know how to do it and feel, feel happy on my side, you know, that has some concerns. And so let's write them down and talk about it and see if we can find a way for, for me to be happy and you to be happy. Um, but again, and if I have to ultimately say no, then, then choosing the courage to do that. But but doing our doing my best, especially in a partnership way, that uh, we uh, we can work it out so we can both be happy. Well, Make sense? Yeah, it makes complete sense. Now, what if you can? If you, you know what? I, that, sorry, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Say that again. What if you said, can't um, uh, make that happen? Like, what if you can't actually communicate on that kind of level with someone? Because I've noticed that sometimes, too, is that you have an idea of, or you want to communicate with someone, but they just won't have it. Well, if if I do my best to communicate in that way, you know, depending upon how important that person is in my life, and they still... Uh, refuse to entertain uh, a, a win-win solution and, and a part with, then you just need to create boundaries yourself so that you're okay. You know, maybe, yeah, I, I can be, I can have a good relationship with anybody in the world if I don't have a relationship with them. <laughs> you know? That's good. That's good, uh, yeah. And and I'm willing and I'm willing not to have a relationship with me. I'll do my best, you know, with somebody uh, and to work it out. But if if at the end I can't find a way, or they're not willing to find a way, whatever, it doesn't matter the reasons for them to be happy, for our selfishnesses to work together, then um, um, create better boundaries, or the ultimate boundary is goodbye. You know. <laughs> True. What what how, what if they're like someone that's really important to like a wife or a husband or a sibling or a you know son or daughter? Good point. Well, of course, with this type of person, you're probably going to make better, more effort. Maybe you're not going to uh, throw in the towel so quickly, you know. But it's, but the same yeah. principle applies. I mean, even if you're married. And you and and you've she's tried, or maybe they've. But you don't think they're trying, but whatever you've done your best. You're not happy in the marriage, and you're and you're having trying to go for this partnership way and doing whatever you can to be happy, but you still can't be happy, and they're not cooperative, or even if they are cooperative, you still can't find a way for you both to be happy. Then, then you can be happy saying goodbye, and feel great about yourself for doing that and choosing the courage to do that. 
the biggest choice of courage in my whole life was when I uh, when I decided to divorce to divorce my wife, you know. And I'm so happy I chose that courage because she wasn't happy, I wasn't happy. We both worked on it actually, you know. Uh, I was I, and I had such admiration for her, and but I could see that we were both going to be happier in the long run, especially if we weren't together. So. Mm. What's the what's the purpose of life anyway? To be happy, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you and you want that, at least, and you want that for yourself, and you want want that for others. Yeah, at least you want to be. If it's a, if it's a ride, you at least want it to be an enjoyable ride, not a uh, car that keeps breaking down and spewing out smoke and you know whatever whatever analogy we want to use for a car. But you want it to be yep. an enjoyable yep. ride, not a miserable ride. Yes, yes, and um, and so uh, going for the win-win, or, or ultimately, if you can't make a win-win for a particular person, then you get a win-win by not being with them, you know, or, or creating a level of boundary. Uh, good great, boundaries great. are essential, essential to having great relationships. Yes, and yes, the third, I agree with you. The third point is the the importance of of um, what I call undoing fear. Um, or to be more specific, I would say undoing resisted fear. Because almost all our fear that we have is resisted fear. And when we're worrying, we're resisting fear. Um, even guilt is a form of resisted fear. Mm. Um, and so, uh, and fear by itself, if you, if you embrace the fear, fear is just energy. If you embrace it and make friends with it, it'll give you energy and confidence. You know? So fear is not the problem. It's the resistance to the fear that's the problem. So just to very quickly, I usually take much more time for this, but uh, the way I t- teach people, very simple technique to, to unresist their fear, resisted fear. Say you're worried about, oh, uh, you know, where am I going to get the money for the mortgage? You know, <laughs> something simple like that. <clears throat> and uh, so what you do, you take some deep breaths, <clears throat> and then you say uh, the words, um, holy cats and jeepers creepers, I'm so scared, I won't have the money for the mortgage. <clears throat> now, but you say it in a specific way, like this. <clears throat> Holy cats and jeepers creepers, I'm so scared. <laughs> I won't have money for the mortgage. All right? So you yeah, say it uh, slowly, loudly, and in a silly, silly voice. Okay? And you do that okay. 11 times, I promise you, up to 11 times, I promise you, the worry will disappear. Well, that's great. Doesn't matter that's what great. it was. You know, I I was I've noticed some, Go ahead. Go ahead. I've noticed that some I was leading out. And, and you go ahead. <laughs> it's just uh sorry guys who are listening, since he is in China there is a little bit of a delay. <laughs> but that's that makes yes. it even a greater show and I'm always excited to do that. But um I was saying I've noticed sometimes, you know, people are resistant to doing things different like that, even though they probably believe uh, 
it's going to make him feel better, but they don't like how it doesn't fit their mm-hmm. normal parameters. It's an actually can be a choice of courage to use this technique to, to deal to deal with the issue of resistant fear, you know, uh, because it's, yeah. you know, it's yeah, being exactly. silly, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but I just I had the privilege about two weeks ago of of uh, doing a, a two hour uh, life coaching class for about a hundred psychologists here in uh, in coming at a mental hospital, and there was this. This man stood up. He's about 40 years old, and he shared about how his father recently died, and he's like the only man in the family has all the, all this responsibility and all this pressure, you know, and his heart's beating fast, and he's just feeling all this stress. Well, stress is always resisted fear. And so um, I asked him, of course, there's many things he's frightened of, but I asked him, just name one thing you're frightened of. And he mentioned he's frightened of dying and abandoning his family. Okay. So I brought him up to well. the beginning of the room, uh, front of the room, and I said, okay, so this is it. Of course, I have a translator, so they're translating. But they were, I said, okay, say, you know, holy cats and jeepers creepers. I'm so scared. I'm going to die and abandon my family, you know. And and I'm really impressed with him. He really got into it. And after he just did it four times, and I said, "How are you feeling now?" Huh? Not a big deal. I can handle it. <laughs> you know. That's it's just, great. It's, just you know, I mean, it's it's so simple. It's so simple. You think, how can it be so powerful? You know. Yeah. I, and I, you know, I I totally relate to that. You know, we canceled our show last time about a month ago, and. You know, what's funny today mm-hmm. is that I was just taking my parents back from um, mm. the Huntsman Cancer Institute because my mom has cancer on her nose, and we're finally getting it figured out because we've been fighting insurance and dealing with other ailments mm. and, and trying to work it all mm-hmm. out, and I'm an only child. So... Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. actually in that space of fear, but I have thought, well, well if something happens to me, they're screwed. Right? Mm-hmm. But it hasn't been hasn't mm-hmm. been a big fear. I'm more worried and have guilt, like I should have worked harder to get her nose taken care of faster. And I was working on it, but there's guilt, there's worry, and that keeps showing up as a constant. So I definitely will practice that uh, tonight. Well. Yeah. Let me show you the words to use to get rid of the guilt, okay? Okay. And it's holy cat, it's holy cats and jeepers creepers. I'm so scared. Other people are going to think I'm a bad son because I haven't done better in taking care of my mother here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the reason we feel guilt is we're blaming ourselves to beat other people to the punch, that they're going to be blaming us. So, but, so if we embrace that fear that others might blame us, then actually you'll, uh, and I'll predict, you do that 11 times uh, with a silly way, your guilt will disappear. Okay, I'll take, I'll take that on for sure. I feel like I'm more, mm-hmm. uh, feel guilt because she's not, you know, in the best health she could be in, but I also know I've been doing a lot for them, and it, uh, it's like a, I go back mm-hmm. and forth with it. But I will do that for sure. Because so it's, a little thought, it's a little thought that you should be doing more, right? Yeah, I should be doing more than I'm doing, but it's already a part-time job. So I'm like, what else can I do? <laughs> right? Yeah. But yep, I go back yep, and forth yep, with yep. it. Like the Adam now, yep. Adam next. 
Um, yep. But yep. Uh, so the words are holy. No, no, holy creepers. Holy cats and 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 Je- holy cats and jeepers creepers. I'm so holy scared that that's creepers. always. That's, I'm so scared that. I'm so. And then you put whatever fear that is on the end, and that can be different each time. Okay. Great. I will do that. Yeah. Hopefully our listeners will do that. And Dwight, thank you so much for being on the show. Dwight, how long have you been doing this? Doing which? Uh, coaching uh, people, helping people figure out their oh, lives. Oh, 30, 31 years. 31 years now. 31 years. Yeah. 31 years, and you're an author, and I can't remember, mm-hmm. is it one or two books? Uh, just one, just one. It's uh, Courage. It's a 700-page book, but re- very easy to read. It's called Courage: The Choice That Makes the Difference. Your key to a thousand doors, and you can get it on Amazon. The best way to get it is just type in my family name, G O L D W I N D E, and all my books will come up. Great. And Dwight, if someone loved hearing you today. And like to mm-hmm. how can they reach out to you and find you so that you can uh, go, get to work for them? Okay, great. Uh, I, I offer a one-hour gift coaching session with no cost or obligation where I ask you to, to bring an issue, problem, or goal that's big enough so that if you ha- we had a major impact on it in the one hour, it would be life-changing for you. I get some materials to you in advance uh, to help prepare you to get the maximum value from the session but again it's a gift no cost or obligation i love what i do so it's a gift to me two the number to call u.s number reaches me here in china 206-923-9554-206-923-9554 and adam you ask great questions Well, thank you, Dwight. You're a great coach and a great human being, and thank you for what you're doing for the world and playing along. Thank you guys for listening and watching, uh, sometimes watching, but today just listening, the Ultra Perform Show, the show about performing your best, where we have experts from around the world that will help you, give you value, and if you want to work with them, you can always reach out and touch them because they're touchable. They want to work with you. So thank you guys for listening and watching. You can find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Blog Talk Radio, and you can just Google Ultra Perform, and we'll pop right up in the Google feed. Thank you so much for listening, and remember, weekdays at 5 o'clock. See you guys later. Thank you very much, Dwight. Thank you. Bye.